Welcome back, everyone, to the Triple Option Podcast. Not just sports, but let's be honest, it's mostly sports. We appreciate you taking the time to uh, hit play, listen to us. Uh, as always, make sure you subscribe and you get notifications when another edition comes available. And you can always follow us on Twitter at T Option Podcast. Let's get into it. We got a big softball game Monday. We're going to talk about that a little bit. First game of the playoffs. We're actually ranked <laughs> for the first time out of seven teams. We're ranked, what, third? I mean, we were ranked before. We were just ranked a lot <laughs> lower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are, I guess... I think we're the third seed. Second, we're tied for second or third. So yeah, we play. I think the seventh seed. Looking for our first victory in the playoffs. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. You got. I think you guys played them before I was released to play, and y'all beat them. I think pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah. They they uh, they're not that good. Okay, <laughs> we we should win. If we don't, I'm gonna be embarrassed. So unless they pick up a bunch of players, I didn't didn't have last time. We're gonna hang it up if we lose this one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. We're done. We're all retiring. Yeah. Also, I was not there, so I have no idea. What, what we're walking into uh, tomorrow. We'll walk in and they got about five, six, five guys that <laughs> jacked and, and hit home runs. Now, that they uh, if they do have those guys, we can protest since it's the playoffs and get them knocked out. Good. So, totally. Yeah, good. And so that, that will count as a win for us, correct? Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Good deal. So, But yeah, we got we got that game Monday and then if we win, we play Thursday and we got to win one more game to make it to the championship. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I have a feeling if we, you know, when we win this game, Thursday is going to be pretty tough. Actually, I think Thursday's going to probably be really, really tough, especially with most. I don't even know if we're going to be able to get a whole group together. A lot of people seem like they can't play on Thursdays, but we'll see. I'm good to go on Thursday. Uh, last Thursday was my kickballs playoffs, and it's so it's over, and we actually won, so it was worth it. Do y'all win every year? Um, pretty much almost every year, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. All right. It is what it is. All right. What y'all want to get into? Got a lot to talk about, a lot of games that happened, big boxing match that I watched. I don't know about you guys. We can go ahead and get knock the boxing out of knock it. Knock the boxing out? And then, then we'll then we can jump to football. We'll just, we'll just knock it out. <laughs> so over the weekend, it was uh, Andy Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua. Two huge title fight. There's, I think they have four belts that they're fighting for and setting it up because I know you probably don't know, Matt, but first fight, uh, Ruiz came in as a underdog. It was kind of like a Rocky Ap- Apollo style fight. He was coming in a huge underdog. No one, the, everyone thought AJ was just going to knock him out. It went to like round seven and Ruiz actually knocked Anthony Joshua out. If you've never seen pictures of these guys, AJ, Anthony Joshua is like six foot six, 230 pounds of just muscle. Kind of looks like Muhammad Ali in a way. Yeah, I huge. saw some pictures this weekend and Ruiz is about five foot eleven sumo wrestler. Yeah, it, he looks like. Have you seen the movie Up? Disney movie Up. Yes, he looks like Russell, the the Boy Scout. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but, you can, I'm gonna tell my kids this is Anthony. Ruiz. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you should have done. I, my first thought was I, I thought that he looked like maybe an older, bigger the guy that plays on Modern Family, the kid uh, Manny. I, th- I think his name is Manny. Yeah, it looked very similar to him. But I, as, as I was watching the, on the side. You know how they have the little chat room thing that's going on, right? Somebody made a comment that said uh, Ruiz has has uh, Ruiz has uh, very a very hard uh, chins plural. (laughs) (laughs) He does, he does, he He took a lot of uh, jabs from from AJ. Maybe Uh, he has a soft chin, like a bunch of fat to absorb. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what's crazy is that Ruiz came in 15 pounds heavier, and what's hilarious is that they interviewed him before the fight. And they said, "What what's going on with you coming in 15 pounds heavier? And Ruiz said, well, I had my own weigh-in at 11 a.m. that morning, and I weighed 268. <laughs> and it was like awkward silence. He's like, so wait, from 11 a.m. to what time you 
gained 15 pounds? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I was wearing my sombrero and all this stuff. It, it was just really awkward for him to say that he weighed, honestly, he took his shirt off and you could tell that he was extremely, extremely overweight and, and not conditioned or anything like that. But he stayed in the fight pretty well. He took a lot of hits uh, and, and Ruiz can still hit pretty well. It can has that one one punch knockout, but AJ AJ won un, uh, uh, is unanimous. a unanimous decision. Yeah, thank uh, Unanimous decision and he is the two-time world heavyweight champion now. So the next big fight is... Uh, I definitely called it. You did. I, I don't think I did. Actually. I don't know. We'll have to look we'll sure back. I'm pretty sure I said Ruiz. You did because you, you said you didn't like Josh, the name Joshua or something. Yeah. <laughs> but but let's be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to try and say this really quick because I don't want to drag out boxing. A lot of people don't probably don't really care. But I brought up a conspiracy theory that AJ actually threw the first fight away. And here's here's my reasons why. Uh, there was no there was no title fight. Uh, there was no contract signed with Wilder on any fight at all. AJ had a rematch clause. Why not just tank this fight and like double or triple your money? And I don't know. I I, th- I think it's pretty fun to to throw conspiracy theories out there and and get all these boxing fans kind of upset. But so you're, I don't know. You're telling me go in a ring and act like you're fighting and get knocked out for a couple more million dollars. More than a couple. Yes. His, his payout is was uh, eighty five million dollars. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So uh, would you, would you tank a fight for eighty five? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, then. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would tank about five if I had to. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, but yeah. So I, I enjoyed the fight. We'll see what happens with uh, Wilder and Fury. That's the next big fight, and then hopefully we'll have a unify match with whoever wins Tyson Fury and then AJ. I got a question. Sure. I don't know if you know the answer to this. All right. Is concussion stuff with boxers as big a deal as it is compared to NFL? No. Why? Because they're they're all like contract. They all have their own. They 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 sign up. Uh, well, to okay. Be, no, I'm, I'm not talking about. Is it like? Do they make a big deal about it? I'm saying. Do they still no. have the symptoms though? Yeah, yeah. They still have the symptoms okay. right. and things. I mean, that's why. That's why there's a guy in the ring with them. They have to. And there's also. Uh, well, I was doctors. saying when they get when they get older, do they have concussion problems like NFL players? Oh, oh. Okay. Sorry, I didn't understand the question. My bad. My bad. Um, I assume. Uh, I mean, you don't see like people. I I haven't seen where a boxer's killed himself and things like that. That that. Ex- Stream, but absolutely. I mean, you look at Muhammad Ali; he he just doesn't look like he knows what's going on. I don't know if that's an other symptoms, but uh, you know, I, I would point towards head injuries. Yeah, Mike Tyson. He, I mean, he was he was weird then, but he's like even more weird now. Yeah, I, I just just got to think about it. They have got. I mean, it just seems like it'd be a lot more even than NFL football. I'm I'm done with boxing talk. <laughs> what's next? Well, we can do the Pac-12 championship. It was Friday. It was the first championship game, Oregon and Utah, and that did not go the way that I thought it was going to go it it did go the way that i thought it was going to go <laughs> at least my pick was right no i i actually didn't get to watch this game uh it was at a friend's house and they did not have abc so but i did watch the score and i saw some of the highlights and utah didn't come to play i mean oregon oregon was ready and utah was playing for their playoff lives and they they didn't come ready to play utah did not play like all everyone the the hype was not there their offense looked terrible and so did their defense and georgia georgia could grief or, oregon uh, honestly came looked like they came to to handle business and they did yeah it, it didn't even look just looking at the stats like herbert did anything amazing oregon i think just beat him up and down the field on every aspect of the game yeah i think it was kind of windy as well maybe in some i think there was some rain also but when it's windy that that makes it hard to throw the football but they just oregon just dominated utah i thought it i thought utah would be able to control the game run the ball and with, and with their defense pull, pull out the win and, and they could have walked right into the college football playoffs i would have think yeah absolutely what do you, what do y'all think about that? I guess it was a linebacker who punched Herbert as he was going 
down and the no call on that. Did y'all see that? I did not. Chris, did you? you no, I that? did not see that. So, you think so, maybe he was trying to punch the ball out? No, no, not at all. So what happened was the ball was snapped. Herbert wasn't paying attention. So it was a bad snap. It went all the way to the goal line. Herbert jumped on it. The play was dead and, and a defender came in as it, it was kind of a, a split decision deal. Herbert jumped on the ball and the defender came in jumping towards Herbert and he came in with a closed fist and hit him in the uh, in the face and the helmet like fist forearm everything across his face it's been a pretty big deal and nothing was called I didn't know if you guys saw that or not I didn't I heard something on the radio the other day, though. The closed fist, if you get a closed fist, I think it's an automatic ejection. But if you deal with an open, like if your fist is just open, you just smack him with a, then it's just a 15 yard penalty and you get a one, you know, you get an unsportsmanlike. If you get another one, you're done for it. But so if you're going to smack somebody, smack him with the open hand. I don't understand people trying to punch with somebody with a helmet on anyway. So that's, dumb. That's ignorant. George Pickens. Oh, I was going to, I was, the other point I was going to make. If Arizona, I mean, if Oregon just didn't suck against Arizona State, they're in the playoffs. Too. I mean, yeah. right now. I mean, they they got a good team, and I think they would have a better chance, honestly, than Oklahoma. I think. I don't know. I mean, even if they beat beat Auburn, they might could still afford that loss because a lot of teams went down. There's yeah, that's right. That was a really close. Both of those were really close games, but Arizona State was not a good enough team that they should have beat them. They just had a good night, and Oregon had a bad night. So you gotta go Baylor, Oklahoma. This is the next next the really the only decent game of the well. There was one other decent game, but Baylor, Oklahoma was a good game. I mean, that was a good game. Uh, I thought it was going to be all Oklahoma, and Baylor I mean, came came back. Baylor surprised everybody all year. Yeah. I think so. And I, one of the things I heard people say was that they're, just, they're a really physical team, and I think that's what you saw. I mean, their defense was all over them, um, and they, they've been really good all year. And the worst thing that happened to Oklahoma was their starting quarterback going out. Baylor's starting quarterback going out because that that second string quarterback coming in played amazing. I think he was third string. They they used three quarterbacks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just the fact that they went into overtime time with with two hurt quarterback i mean that's pretty impressive for baylor to stay in a, in a game like that i mean they had that was man i, I was rooting for baylor i really was of course not because not because of jalen i just underdog I always root for the underdog yeah and i mean jalen turned the ball over twice and that was a big deal that that cost them or almost cost them the game you know i mean they kept baylor in there yeah i mean they they were showing his stats thanks to kyler murray's and baker mayfield and his stats at least that they were showing were just as good or maybe a little bit better than both of theirs they didn't have the interceptions or turnovers on there though i think his is going to be more um and and i think that's why he's he's not going to be i mean the other reason is joe burrow's amazing that's why he's not going to win the heisman yeah it's mainly mainly his fumbles or is how he usually turns the ball over because he, he just runs with it sticking out and he always tries to fight for those extra yards when he doesn't need to and it usually usually costs up the football and and i think a lot of that had to do with why, why oklahoma struggled a little bit this year but they're in the playoffs and they're going to get destroyed by lsu yeah Yep. What's the next game? LSU Georgia, or lack thereof. Boring. That's it. man. That was embarrassing. SEC championship. You're supposed to be best team out of the SEC East, and you didn't come close. I mean, Auburn played with LSU. Uh, Florida, Florida played with LSU. Um, and even Alabama played with LSU. And Georgia just gets raked. Um, that's <laughs> nobody wants to watch that. But I mean, LSU's got a good team. That I, I, that was really surprising that it was that bad to me. Did I see that Georgia had a lot of injuries? I thought I a lot of Receiving injuries for sure. Yeah, but, receivers, but which, still. which is bad because their 
their receiving core is not very good anyways. And I think that's what they tried to do all season long is just run the ball and with their really good offensive line and with their solid defense and win games. And you can't really do that against teams like Alabama and LSU because their offense is so just so good. I mean, the other two games that were anywhere good, I won't say good, Ohio State-Wisconsin was a decent game for a little while. Wisconsin was was uh trying to pull the upset but it wasn't happening i didn't watch the, i was at a uh, um homeowners association christmas party or whatever for the first half of that game and had people texting me about it and uh talking about how wisconsin might pull it off and i got home and watched the second half and then it was all ohio state <laughs> i didn't see wisconsin do anything good i don't think the whole half second half yeah they didn't score in the second half i blame big cat from barstool sports oh, did he because jinx it? he absolutely jinked it jinxed it at the half he said i'm giving up my heart and saying Wisconsin will win this game. And I retweeted and I said, you can blame Big Cat for this, Badger fans. And I retweeted his tweet because after he said that, all downhill, he mojoed them badly. And he, he he apparently does that to a lot of teams. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so I think Clemson is just going to destroy Ohio State. I agree. Ohio State's defense is, is really it's just, um uh, what's the defensive end this guy's name? Chase Young. Chase Young. Chase yeah. Young. That's, that's it. That's all and, they have. And just double team him or run run the different side. It's, I, I don't think they're defense is good enough because Wisconsin's not an offensive powerhouse at all and they, they had their way with them at, at least the first half and, and I think Clemson's defense can can definitely stop Ohio State's offense so absolutely yeah I see that too and plus uh, Trevor Lawrence is tall enough he's, he's not going to get any balls uh, batted down or anything like that so yeah I absolutely see Clemson taking over Ohio State and, and if that does happen it just shows how bad the offenses in the Big Big Ten are I mean the, I mean Ohio State's had one of the best defenses in the nation, you know, they've been in the Big Ten, but still. But there's just not a whole lot of great offenses over there. Do we even want to talk about Clemson, Virginia? No. Nope. Just real not quick. Really. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, real quick, you you could say what you what you'd like if you got something on it. Oh, I just I think they're getting stronger each week, and I think they're going to probably sneak up on people because every since they don't play a really hard schedule, everybody has just kind of thrown them to the wayside, and I think they have a good shot to win because I think they can they can score with LSU, and I think they can they have a way better defense than LSU, so I think that's going to be the championship game, and I think it's going to be a good one. I, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I'm, I'm on board completely. I think uh, those two teams. Ooh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, the other game you mentioned real quick memphis cincinnati was a really good game uh, i didn't watch all that game but i definitely watched the end i wasn't yeah. expecting cincinnati to hang in there like that yeah i mean make they, it close they, i mean they were up memphis drove down and uh went up i think and then cincinnati had a chance to win it there at the end but uh that was and memphis, they're two good teams like i i really think you know they're going i think memphis is probably gonna go to new year's six i haven't looked at the bowls yet but i think whoever they're playing they're gonna give them a run for their money i, I would be scared to play memphis All right, biggest winners and biggest losers. Who wants to go first with their biggest winner? I got my biggest loser or biggest winner is Oklahoma. They they had everything fall their way and they handled business and they they got rewarded and got that four spot in the college football playoffs. That's a good pick. I like that. Yeah, I think they're the obvious obvious ones. Um, other ones that I have uh, looking NFL fantasy owners of the 49ers and the Saints today. That was a crazy high scoring game, which was not expected because both those teams have very good defenses. I was really surprised at that. Drew Locke. I don't know if y'all saw. The Broncos came out and killed the Texans today, which, I mean, the Texans have a pretty good defense. They beat the Saints last week. I mean, not the Saints, the Patriots. So 
Uh, but Drew Locke had, I mean, this is his second game. Um, I think, I guess he had his debut last week against the Chargers, but he looked really good. He had over 300 yards, a couple touchdowns. They may have found them a quarterback. You got a, L- you got a winner? LSU, I guess. LSU and Joe Burrow just dominating Georgia, probably clinched the Heisman, Heisman Trophy. Uh, there's no probably about it. Who's even coming to the Heisman ceremony right now? I mean, what, Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts? Is that it? Is there anybody else? They can, they can invite Tua if they want. Burrow and Fields, I think. Oh, Fields. Okay. If, well, I don't even know if they've invited Jaylen, anybody. I, I don't know. Uh, here, here's what here's here's what I think: Jalen Burrow, Fields, and if they they want to be nice and invite Tua, that'd be kind of cool. It's not happening. You don't but know you that, can. you jerk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't. There's not a set number. He's gonna roll up in his wheelchair. There, yeah. There's not a set number of people that they have to invite. And in years past, when there's not a lot of candidates, they they kind of trim it down. And I would I would assume they'll probably do do it this year. That, they'll probably stick with three just to have a little bit of um, variety out there. But I mean, everybody knows who's winning this it'd be, it'd be really funny if they said joe burrow is the only person invited to the <laughs> ceremony <laughs> that would be pretty funny but they gotta they gotta have people talking about it oh yeah and streaming and all that stuff so yeah they they probably pick those three i, I see Jalen fields and burrow i really want some trepidation i feel like we haven't had that in a while a what trepidation that's a big word I know. yeah it's too big for me i, I don't, don't know that's what <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing it i'll keep going keep going <laughs> Uh, in the Heisman, the Heisman voting, I mean, I feel like it seems almost every year it's really obvious who it's going to be. I feel like there hasn't been a close, close matchup here in a, in a long time, but I may be wrong, but maybe there was a close one recently. I can't remember. I mean, Kyler Murray and, um, was it Tua? Yeah. That one's pretty close. That probably was pretty close. Anyways. I thought it was stolen. I think Tua, Tua should have had it. Why? Why do you think that? I don't know. He's good. <laughs> He's good at football. He's good at that game. Yeah, I think I think LSU is a, a good pick for biggest winner, and the reason why I say that is because they, they jump them into the number one spot, and yep. they get to avoid Clemson, and which is which I think is huge, and they get to play Oklahoma, which everybody I think everybody wanted to play that four seed because they knew it was a huge drop off compared to the other three teams. Absolutely. So that's I think that's why they're a big winner this weekend. Who wants to go with their losers? Matt? I mean, the obvious one is Utah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Baylor though because I, I like what they did and they played. Oklahoma close and and you got to think it's got to hurt knowing that you lost this you lost out that's with the, that loss that's exactly what I was going to say I mean this is Baylor you know that usually there's only so many teams that are going to really make it to the playoffs we talked about that before and your chances getting back to that point where you could have made it to the playoffs you were so close and your chances of making it back really realistically it's not going to happen for a long time now I mean maybe Matt Rule has them in a dynasty and they start doing amazing I have I don't think they will though I mean it's Baylor. They're not a power power school. So yeah, if anything, I think he, he might end up getting a, a better job eventually. I would think maybe. I, I I can see Baylor paying him a lot of money to try to keep him there. We'll see. But yeah, I had I had Utah down, but uh, I'll, I'll go a little off off the beaten path and say UAB. They got destroyed by Lane Kiffin. Yeah, in that I saw Conference that. USA Man. title game. So I think it was like forty six to three or something like that. Forty nine to six. Forty nine to six. Oh, Man, that is not a sign of things to come from Lane Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> we got Brantley. You got to pick yeah, somebody. I've got. I know. I've got a, the emotions for Alabama from them dropping so far, and them having hope that Tua might come back because of this whole ordeal of Tua. Tua's like fifty fifty. Utah is the biggest loser. Um, I feel like Memphis will get into that. I feel like Memphis is losing out with their coach. I got one more. Okay, go ahead. The ACC because everybody is terrible besides Clemson. Everybody. This is three years in a row. The last three champions. I mean, Clemson 
has won the last five ACC championships, but the last three have been 38 to three versus Miami, 41 to 10 versus Pitt, and 62 to 17 versus Virginia. I mean, can anybody else play? I mean, the only you know Clemson's maybe lost one little like game that they shouldn't have in that whole three years but when are they going to get some good teams in there it may, it may change right now with mike norvell going at florida state uh virginia techs may be in that direction but nobody is anywhere near clemson status yeah you may as well get used to it because I, I think there's not a single school in that conference that's within three years of being able to compete with clemson yeah it's true Ooh, triple option wager. So this one's, we're going to have to talk about how we want to do this because first of all, I got everything right. So I just want to throw that out there to begin with. I picked Oregon to beat Utah and we all picked the same on the rest of them. So y'all got everything right. But that game. I thought you picked Baylor. I did not pick Baylor. I wanted to, but I did not. I have it right here. Okay. All right. I believe you. No. So yeah, we were all the same except for that game. So y'all picked Utah and a score of Utah winning. So <laughs> how do we do that? We just added, I mean, we talked about doing total score once. Are we the closest to each one score? I mean, I guess do we subtract our score we had for Utah, the difference between the score we had for Utah and what they they actually had and the difference between the score we had for Oregon and the score they actually had and then add those up? That's a lot of math. But yeah, we can try that. You're an engineer. What, what are you talking about? I mean, I have a calculator on my computer. <laughs> What, what was this? What was the actual score? Thirty-seven to fifteen. Man, if I lose again, if just here, give me, give me what my score was. Your score was twenty-eight twenty-four Utah. So I think you're gonna win. Damn it! I'm pretty sure you're gonna. I know you're gonna win. Don't even worry about it. That's thir- Brantley's got thirty-four twenty-four. So he's got a high Utah score and a low, a low um, Oregon score. So that's definitely Brantley. Man, this is four times <laughs> in a week, four weeks in a row. You know, maybe if you actually prepared, it wouldn't matter anyways. But what are you talking about I prepared. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you give me the... That eh, wouldn't work either. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> All right. Dad, give it. Shuffle them up if you want to. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to shuffle. I'm just going to shuffle what comes where. Okay. I'm not looking. Doesn't matter. Whatever. It, I'm going to be honest. Anything but this but this vinegar. It's definitely the oh, worst. Oh, man. It's, it hurts my stomach. I'm gonna, I, I watch me end up picking the vinegar. All right. Go which for one's it. which? One, was that three in the center? One, three, two. Oh, man. Give me three. It's a beef vinegar. Chili sauce. Okay. I'm good with that. Man, I can't believe I lost four weeks in a row at the very end of this. Yeah. So records. You want to hear the records? Yeah. Let me down this first. <laughs> Oh man! Just a just a teaspoon of chili sauce. Oh man, that's so so bad. Oh man, it, I had trouble swallowing it. I didn't want it to hold it in my mouth that long. All right, go ahead. All right, so Chris has done the lead. Unfortunately, he's got me by three fifty nine nineteen. I'm fifty six twenty two. And Brantley, you are at 53-25, so you're three behind me. So, yeah. You can figure out if we want to do something for the bowls or the playoffs or how we want to do that. But So, what did I win? Pride. <laughs> and and, and uh, having to drink less chili sauce, vinegar, and hot sauce yeah, throughout the year. Yeah, you win the not have to experience the vinegar. To be honest, I, I really lucked up because the weeks that I lost, we had um, like sour. Like sour stuff. Sour yeah, stuff. good grief. The worst I had to do was the hot sauce. Yeah, those three weeks that I uh, went for the trifecta really hurt me and backed me up. Otherwise, I might be there with Chris. Yeah, I'm over here doing quattro. Do we want to talk about our picks from the beginning of the season? Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't, I don't remember them, but yeah. I just wanted to, wanted to review them to talk about how good at we are do, at doing picks. Okay, go go ahead. Because I because I uh, kept them 
in my history files. So the uh, I'm just going to go through who we picked as the divisions and we'll go for the playoffs real quick. So for the SEC, both of y'all picked Alabama. Wrong. And I picked Georgia. Also wrong. <laughs> but they did at least make it to the championship. I don't think we, we didn't even pick up who they were going to play. Nobody was going to pick LSU. Nobody knew LSU was going to get us they are. So that's correct. We all picked Clemson and Brantley, you picked them, picked them versus Virginia Tech and we both picked Miami. So way off on, on those. Virginia Tech was actually decent. So uh, Big Ten. Brantley. Yeah, yeah, Virginia Tech, they played Virginia in the last game and the winner of that yeah, would have right. gone. So yeah, right. they had a chance. So you were close, Brantley, on that one. Um, but we all did, actually got the winner right, which is easy because it's the ACC. I'll pick them for the next three years. Right. Anyways. Right. Big Ten. Brantley picked Wisconsin. So they got there. He picked them losing to Michigan. And then um, Oof. Chris picked Chris, <laughs> Chris pick Michigan to win it all versus Nebraska. Oof. Yeah. Oh, man, that's worse than me. <laughs> and then I picked Ohio State beating Wisconsin. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good pick. Look at there. Look at there. This is why he wanted to recap. Yeah. I did, it is. Uh, toot his own horn. Uh, so y'all both picked Oklahoma to win the Big 12. So y'all did good there over Texas, which was not even close there. We, but we thought Texas was back, so. They ain't back. And I picked Texas to beat Oklahoma, so. I had Oklahoma there, just didn't have them winning. And then uh, Pac-12, y'all both had Utah. Um, Chris had Utah over Oregon. You're the only one. And uh, you had Utah over Washington. I had Washington over Utah, so. Nobody got Oregon on that one, but. Uh, and then for the playoffs, let's see. Brantley, you had Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia. And Chris, you had Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia. And I had Clemson, Georgia, Texas, Washington. And y'all both had Alabama winning it, and I had Clemson. So I'm the only one that's still got a shot <laughs> at winning it all. <laughs> and I'm going to win a lot from that. Yes, yes, you will. Pat on the back. Oh, pat, oh. <laughs> you, you're winning it right now by, by humbly bragging. <laughs> <laughs> Humble brag. Uh, anyways, I thought it was just interesting to look at that stuff. All right, we're going to try a new segment just real kind of quick, coaching carousel. Uh, we're going to look through all these open offers and all the new coaching changes. What you got, Chris? Chris has got all this all this written down. So really, this is Chris's segment. Uh, well, I'll just start with uh, apparently USC is going to keep Clay Helton, which we thought that was going to be a big piece to, to open up and to you know start the domino effect. But apparently they're going to keep him. What, what the deal was with that is they couldn't get a, Ur- Urban Meyer. Let's be honest. They couldn't get Urban Meyer, so they were just like, yeah, we'll keep you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he, he really didn't have that bad of a year. Um, how many is this? His third year or is his second year? I think I think it's third. I feel like it's third. So I mean, if if you're gonna fire him, you better find somebody better than him. So we'll see. Yeah, and I, and I think they missed. You know, they missed with Urban Meyer, I'm sure, and also James Franklin got an extension with Penn State, and I think he was in talks with with teams like Florida State and USC. So as soon as he got that extension, that kind of shut that down. I don't see James Franklin leaving Penn State though. Yeah, I don't know why you would. He, he's got a good program built there and they love him there so unless you just don't want to be in the north which i don't blame him i think he actually did meet with florida state wow and they just couldn't i guess couldn't i guess that's an easier agree. easier road for him to get a national yeah. championship chris has got all the inside scoop on these coaches meeting i love it 
And I've got uh, Mike Leake. Mike Leake got a, or Mike Leach got an extension, and his name was kind of rumored around some of the SEC schools like Arkansas and Man, Ole Miss. Man, I would, lo- I would love to see him at SE in an SEC uh, school. I love Mike Leach. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to do amazing things at Washington State. But and I've, there's reports out that ninety it's ninety percent done that Arkansas is going to hire Georgia's offensive line coach Sam Pittman, which they do have a very good offensive line, but an offensive line coach. From moving from offensive line coach to head coach in in the um, SEC seems like a, a big task. I, I just see Arkansas wasting money. Again, they're just wasting more money. They should have went harder for uh, Lane Kiffin, which uh, you can go ahead and spill the beans. Yes, Lane Kiffin is going to Ole Miss. I mean, it came out immediately after he won the UAB game. I, I think it's a good call. It's a good fit for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm about 50-50 on it. If, if he, you know, gets some more NCAA sanctions, I'll be thankful for them. But uh, I mean, there's also a good chance that he get, does really well for them, which would not be good for us. We will see. Yeah, I think he's a really good coach and I don't think he, I'm not sure that he can handle the high profile programs, but a, a middle tier SEC program, I think is just like the perfect fit for him. And that's what he got. And it, it, he should be able to run his offense with Ole Miss talent. And that, that's generally what Ole Miss likes to do. They they usually have a, a different type of offense, uh, kind of a high, you know, run and gun offense. I, I don't think they've been running the ball that well in the past decade it seems well Matt? with uh with Hugh Freeze and and uh before this year I mean it was it was a throwing they were a passing offense that's all they did really and then this past year they had Rich Rod and they ran the ball a lot because they had to so yeah you, they haven't been a running offense so we'll see and Lane Kiffin's a good recruiter yeah that's that's probably the the thing I am least excited about because I mean it's hard enough to recruit in Mississippi State anyways and then and finding Ole Miss and now we're gonna have to fight Lane Kiffin Ugh, I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping this year that Joe Moorhead will pan out and we'll have a really good season and then Lane Kiffin just says terrible. <laughs> what else you got, Chris? And, and I guess the big one, uh, Norvell to FSU, that also came out as soon as he won the Memphis-Cincinnati game, it immediately came huge. out. That's huge because I, I remember us talking about that and I think one of you guys said that he would never leave Memphis. I, I said I didn't know if he would. That's that's what I was saying, but he definitely, I mean, I said he didn't. He wouldn't leave it for the unless it was the right job is my thoughts. And that's a Because they tried to get, Arkansas tried job. to get him away last year and it didn't happen which i don't blame him right. <laughs> i would much rather go to florida state than i would arkansas yeah, i would too absolutely so i i think that could be a great fit i mean he's done an awesome job at memphis i mean when he came into memphis i, I believe he came after fuente who went to virginia tech who also did a great job so it wasn't like he was completely rebuilding it but he has done a great job with memphis and i think they that may be a slam dunk hire for florida state yeah i think so as well that's We haven't done a snake draft in a while. Decided we're going to do one today. We are snake drafting the most annoying athletes. This is kind of weird. You know, thinking about it, let's see, my my team is going to be more annoying than your team. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I've got some pretty annoying guys on there. We, it's been a while. I don't know who went first last time. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me either. I don't want to do it. I will go first. To go first, we'll go this way. Sure. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. Because <laughs> the, they, they know which way we're going. When I do this right here, the people listening know which way we're going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
So I'm going to say, I have one, but I'm going to save him because I don't think y'all will pick him. Okay. I'm going to pick Colin Kaepernick, number Colin, one. You know what? That is so crazy because I don't even have him on my list. What? Yeah, I don't even I have know. him on my list I cannot either. believe I don't have him on my list. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. He, he, well, yeah, he's my number one most annoying. He is. I can't believe I don't have him on my list. Wow. That's a good pick. That is a really good pick. Thank you. I know my annoying athletes. You do. A lot better than I do. All right. Who you got? Am I next? Or? Yes, you're next. Oh, a- absolutely. Number one is going to be LeBron James for me. <laughs> I knew it. Absolutely. I don't even have him on my list, but I knew both <laughs> of you would. <laughs> Boom. Number one. Th- did you see that travel? <laughs> oh, that unbelievable, one. man. Like, Wait, it, was it, there a travel? I it, thought it was good. It was clean. It's travel and a carry. Unbelievable. Uh, so b- before y'all get into that, but uh, somebody tweeted, I think it was uh, what um, down south, something down south, uh, sport. Saturday. Down south. Saturday down south. Uh, their Twitter. They uh, they retweeted and asked SEC officiating, uh, "What's the call on this?" <laughs> and I and I retweeted and I said, "The call is clean." However, taunting on the other basketball player. I don't even remember his name, but they they throw a flag on taunting for him for for, for wanting to actually get a travel call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. All right, sorry, get on the tangent. Go ahead, Chris. What's your, who's your number one? My number one. I'm gonna take Bryce Hi- uh, Harper. He. A lot of people like him, but he just rubs me the wrong way, and and so he, uh, that's who that's who I'm taking my number one pick. I, I could see. I that. do not like him either, but. He's not one of my most annoying, but that's probably because I don't watch baseball as much. I, it doesn't matter to me. Do you want to pick again, or do we just want to keep... Yep. keep Is this turn to pick? It, okay. it's, that's the purpose snake of a snake yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, go ahead. All right, sorry. All right, you so, are failing at managing this draft. <laughs> I'm going to take this one because Danny Cannell, former athlete, but he is so annoying... <laughs> Great pick. Yes, he is awful. Yeah, I, you know, I just wanted to let make sure you guys knew that we could we could take former athletes as well. But yeah, he he. Um, so if, if anybody wants to get Gary Danielson, they're more than welcome to. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> Did he like? Was he a legit player, or we just played for some nobody? Gary Danielson. No, he's legit. Yeah, okay. he's legit. like he, like he played in the SEC. I assume is that why he's announced against SEC. I don't know, honestly. All right, my next my next pick is Terrell Owens. I got him on my list. Oh man, I cannot stand Terrell Owens. And I actually ran into him when I had my second knee surgery at uh, at therapy one time. Dude is the biggest jerk you'll ever meet. Like he's he just he just thinks that he is he is just beyond anyone. Why was he at your physical therapy in Birmingham? In Birmingham, right? Yeah, because he had he had a knee surgery done and was going to therapy there wow that's pretty cool yeah i saw i ran into a lot of a lot of uh big well, where do you go to there. physical therapy baby i need to go there <laughs> it was uh it, at that time it was champion sports medicine and it was like andrews andrew sports and champion sports medicine were kind of all in one but they had a fallen out and it's a big long story but yeah I, I i ran into terrell there and he's the biggest jerk like don't even worry about talking to him don't even go fanboy with him anything like that it's no point yep he was definitely on my list uh up at the hub high too uh um, my next, I'm going to go Marshall Henderson. And that, that's the one I did not think you guys would pick. But me and an Ole Miss guy and just just an absolute jerk, annoying, annoying person. I mean, he was a pretty good basketball player, but just one of those guys that you just hate. And uh, so he's definitely up there for most annoying. I don't, I don't know where he is now. I don't know if he's. I know he got. I think he got drafted. If he, if he did, he's not playing much in NBA. NBA. But ooh, for my next one, I'm gonna go with uh, I guess Antonio Brown. That was on mine. He, he's on mine. Yeah, he's, he's <clears throat> just just shut up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my next one. Oh man, I don't know who. I want to pick. Mm, I'm, a, I'm just going to go with Johnny Manziel. Couldn't stand him in, in college, and he had a huge opportunity in the NFL and blew it in the NFL, and he just, he, I just, I can't stand that kid. Don't care for him. I I don't hate him as much, but he, yes, it, 
he he more annoys me for just being an idiot. And yeah. I mean, that's kind of like Antonio Brown, same way. You just screwed up all your talent. Had that much talent, and then you screw it all up. All right, so I get two picks. I'm going to take Cam Newton. <laughs> it's on, He's on mine as well. I mean, I, I just... I almost put him on there, but I left him off. But yes. I, I just don't like the, the antics that he does in the press conferences with the, the outfits when you lose right so just that and my next pick i will take i'm gonna take grayson allen oh man he's on my list did i did not think that you're that anyone would have grayson allen see i'm actually a duke fan but just the way he just kind of i cannot stand grayson allen. rose me the wrong way so do you know do you do you know anything about grayson allen oh yeah i know who he is okay. i know who you're talking about i i didn't have him on my list but that's a good one i, I mean, didn't think any i didn't think y'all would have him man that's a good pick all right my next pick Will be Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. It just I would like him, but I, I just can't stand him. He's he wears like a million dollar watch on the field. He's got all this jewelry on, and he he hasn't played well. He just I don't know. Apparently, and, he wants out of the Browns too. Is something I heard. Yeah, and he he throws a baby fit all the time on the sidelines when he doesn't get the ball thrown to him. I don't care for him. If just going by annoying, what annoys me is I'm sick and tired of hearing about the catch that he, the one handed oh, catch yeah. that he made. Like anytime somebody makes a one handed catch, it's it's the OBJ. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're just going to go around and pick until we're out of them. Sure. Why not? Why not? I've got okay. a couple more. I'm going to go Chad Ochocinco. That's going, a good pick. Go, going back a ways. He's about like T.O., just, just an absolute idiot, um, but also very good. And then my next one, I'm going to go Russell Westbrook. I don't like Russell Westbrook. He's kind of like That's Cam, a good pick. Cam Newton. He wears a bunch of really crazy stuff and just kind of an idiot and a jerk. And I don't I don't care for him. Yeah. I mean, good player. Just just annoying. Yep. It's a good pick. Um, Man, I don't I don't know who to pick next. Uh. I'm gonna I'm go with Floyd Mayweather. He's so annoying, obnoxious. I'm gonna be honest. He 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 taint like he 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 um. Oh man, what's the word I'm looking for? He he runs from big time fights until they're like like a Pacquiao fight. Everybody wanted that fight much much earlier when they were both in their prime, and Pacquiao just didn't have it for when they fought uh, the first time. And I just I don't know. I just can't stand Mayweather. Well, that's boxing for you. That's how boxing is run. It's a bunch of people running around scared of people. Nobody unless unless True. the right payday comes up. Yeah, you got any more? Yeah, I've got a couple more in that same line. I've I've got Conor McGregor down. I've got I, him on my list. Very annoying. I mean, I think it's hilarious, but it it, it can get kind of annoying the way just the antics off the. And I think they mostly do that on purpose. I don't think they're as big of jerks as they act on TV, but they do it for the ratings. But they're still pro- they're self promoters, so that's that's right. what they have got to, to do. Yeah, and I, I've also got uh, Yasiel Puig. He just he has so he had so much talent, and he just doesn't run fly. He he just doesn't just doesn't um oh what's the word I'm looking for? He he just doesn't use that talent. So it, yeah, I don't think that was the word you were looking for. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But, but I made it work. It works. Uh, I've got a, I, I can you I can do one more. Uh, Baker Mayfield. I don't care for Baker Mayfield and how he acts on and off the field. He's getting better now that he's in the pros. I think, you know, uh, I'm sure his agent's kind of like, you're going to have to clean up your act a little bit. And, uh, but still, he kind of gets on my nerves. Just don't come into his house. (laughs) Playing on a bad team will really humble you very fast. And I think that's what he's getting a taste of. Well, he's also realizing he's not as good as he thinks he is. I mean, he's getting humbled pretty quick. Uh, all right, so I got two more, and I'll be done. Matt Corral for Ole Miss, the quarterback, and really, really only reason <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh, sensing a theme here: all Ole Miss players. <laughs> 
Yes. The, really, the only reason I have him on my list was last year's Egg Bowl. He got he he walked around like he was. He came in the game halfway through. I don't remember who the starting quarterback was. Anyways, he he came in and um, he just looked like he was the biggest thug. And then he tried to start a fight with one of our guys and got his helmet ripped off. And he just an absolute joke. He wasn't as bad this year, and I haven't seen him since then. But just that one game got me annoyed with him. And my other one was Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. What? What? I just the way he acts on the field. He's like a little bit like Tom Brady, how he gets so upset with like stupid calls, and then also and also his play. I don't know. He just he just like he gets all up in the ref's face about things that he should be thinks should be pass interference, and he's just kind of a crybaby. And he's you know not. he's local here, right? Alabama. He's from Alabama. Oh no, I did not. How know dare that. you? I did not know that. He also yes. has like fifteen kids. He yeah, does he have does. fifteen he kids. Does. <laughs> I, it, it's mainly for just his on the on the field stuff, and, and he throws so many interceptions. So be good. He's on your fantasy league, isn't he? He's on your fantasy team. Uh no, I think I dropped him. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do one more. Tyson Fury, if y'all even know who that is, he's a boxer and he's 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 starting to get a lot more annoying. Now he's in WWE. He's got a autobiography coming out, and I think he's also doing a Christmas album, which is crazy. But yeah, he's he's starting to get really annoying uh, with all his antics and things like that. You got any more, Chris? If not, it's cool. Uh, the only one I have left is Draymond Green. Yeah, it's a good one. Trivia with Matt. Trivia with Matt. I got two questions for you guys. These are actually going to be pretty tough today, but we'll, I may give you some hints. We'll see how it goes. All right. First one, which player is responsible for the most touchdowns during the BCS era, 1998-2013? We're talking total total touchdowns. So this is not going to be a one-year guy. This is going to be pretty much a four, four-year guy. So most touchdowns by anybody. Not not a Heisman Trophy winner, which which makes it harder. Which, which conference? Well, probably SEC. <laughs> I was thinking it might be SEC. But not, no. it's not SEC. Okay. Um, it's actually not a Power Five conference. Oh wow, really? Kellen Moore? No, that's a good guess, but no. You're in in the ballpark. He plays in the NFL. I don't, know if, I don't know if he starts right now, but he has started in years past, and he has started this year. So I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm drawing a total blank. Case Keenum. Oh for wow. Houston. Okay. Yep. 178 touchdowns from 07 to 11. So for Houston, so got a lot of touchdowns there. And then ooh, this one's gonna be tough. This one's gonna be a tough one too. We're gonna go with it, anyways. Most rushing yards of the two thousands by any running back. Two thousands. Also not a power five team. Oh man, <laughs> just the running back. Yeah, just the running back. Michael Turner. No, did he? Who did he play for? Uh, he played for. I think it was Northern Iowa. Okay. I tell you what, I'll give you the team, and I'll see if y'all can get. The- <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to get it, even if you <laughs> give me the team. <laughs> Memphis is the team. Yes, they're they're running back. I can't. D'Angelo Williams. Yes, had the most yards in the two thousands, which is really surprising to me. That's who I was thinking of, but I couldn't couldn't think of the name. I was gonna say it's a the Memphis running back, but is that it, Matt? Is all you had? That's all I got. I'll try to come up with some better ones next time. <laughs> I knew those gonna be tough. We're going to throw it around a little bit. I think Chris has got a euthyid. Um, I don't know. Might discuss something else. No clue. But go ahead, Chris, with your euthyid. 
All right, so for your fired, Kansas City Chiefs accidentally left an equipment container on their team plane, and it left around uh, 35 players without their bags, and it had to be rushed to Boston for the Patriots game today. And they said it was supposed to, it's gonna, that it was gonna arrive maybe an hour before game time, and if it didn't show up, that they would have had to uh, forfeit it. Oh man! Oh my gracious! Wow! That's... So whoever's supposed to unload the the plane, you're fired. Yes, and the manager of that guy you are fired that wow because they're in a a playoff big playoff race right now they every win is huge for them right now i mean this is a a huge game for the patriots uh in that division so wow that's crazy yeah i bet whoever uh had to get it there on time they were gonna get it there on time (laughs) they're uh they had a lot of things happen to them if they didn't that's crazy I did see, this is just kind of an interesting, I don't know if this is a you're fired or not, but uh, the Ravens, today during the Buffalo Ravens game, the play sheet for the Ravens got blown with with the wind onto the field, and the Buffalo player, defense defender, was sitting there looking, he pulled it up and was sitting there looking at it until the referee took it away from him. That's pretty funny. I thought that was hilarious. That is pretty funny. That's great. <laughs> Oh, I did want to say one more. You're fired for the refs on the Saints 49ers game. I don't know if y'all saw that pass interference. That was not called. I did see that. Oh, that was awful. So bad. I don't think they reviewed it, but it was, I mean, it should have been pass interference or holding one. It should have been something. I mean, the guy the guy couldn't even try to catch it. The dude was pushing him so hard. Go ahead, Chris. What you uh, got? I was, this is just random. Uh, that So this past weekend was all the championship, the conference championship games. So we got to see the Dr. Pepper chess pass. And uh, <laughs> I was, I watched, I, I think I watched pretty much every single one of them. And it was, you know, it was actually kind of dominated by females. And I think I only saw one person not do the chess pass and she actually won yeah i saw that i saw that one i think they need to have a rule they have all these rules you know you can't touch the ball until the whistle's blown you got to be behind the the line when you throw it you got to make a actual football throwing motion i think that should be a criteria there yeah and i mean i don't know if you noticed but so when they zoom out it looks like it it might be kind of tough but when you get kind of a closer view and they're showing it it's like, look how easy that would be. Like, I don't know if you, you would even miss. Or I don't think I, I would miss if I got out there. Yeah, it, I mean, realistically, it's it's a little bit hard from that close to throw a little short-armed real football pass. And that's why I'm sure that they do it. Yeah, I mean, the chess pass, I, I don't know. It's I more it's, effective. It's it's faster, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, I mean, it's a, it's 10 yards. It's a pretty big circle. I back them up. Back them up. And make them th- I would much rather back up and throw it. They need to test. They need to back them up out of chest pass range and yeah yeah that'd be probably good pretty good 15 yards maybe 15 yard throw i don't know we'll see yeah but absolutely i cannot stand the chest pass do you want to talk about the college football playoff rankings sure yeah we can talk about it I think it's uh, pretty crazy to still have Georgia number five, Oregon number six. Um, who who else? I think I saw Florida's 10. Uh, there's just a lot of teams that are higher ranked than some of these other teams. Who, who are you putting in front of Georgia and Oregon? Uh, uh, Alabama. Auburn. Auburn. Florida. I mean, Auburn's nine and three. They lost three games. You got to take the account that they did beat straight up. They straight up beat Oregon. Oregon should not be ranked higher than Auburn. They shouldn't be. It's blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. I guess my big thing with it is they talk about how, you know, they shouldn't penalize the team that lost because they actually played in it, which to me doesn't doesn't make sense because you're going to if they win, you're going to reward them. It, it should go both ways. You if you're going to reward somebody highly for winning, you should you should they should be penalized as well if they lose that game because it is a game and 
it, you know, I know it's not their fault that they, you know, they made. Well, I guess it's their fault that they they made it in there. But th- you want to be in that game, so you have a chance to make the playoffs. So I, I, I just think that you should go. It should go both ways. But absolutely, in the grand scheme of things, it do- doesn't really matter. It only matters for the group of five teams, the seeding of that, to see who who gets that large bid in the New Year's Six games. But th- I brought this up because I, I I do feel like Auburn and Alabama are ranked way lower than they should be that that was just my only argument to this whole thing i don't know i don't have it pulled up i don't know what the ranks are it was just coming off my head i know georgia's five oregon six i think i saw florida number 10 wisconsin i think is number nine eight baylor is seven i i i I feel like they didn't even move baylor seven yeah that's what that's what i'm saying so you're gonna tell me that those five or six teams are any given day better than Auburn or better than Alabama. I mean, even what do you what do you think about Georgia? Like Georgia in the fifth spot, they they looked horrible. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how they only dropped one game, uh, dropped one spot. Yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, just because of how they lost, I think they should, probably should have dropped more. But and it was basically a home game for them. Yeah. It was, but uh, you know they should definitely get punished. But generally, in a championship game, since you're playing such a good team, you're going to get punished less because you're losing to a good team. I mean, they're losing to the number one team, so they get punished less. But still, the fact that they got destroyed compared to the other teams that did not get destroyed, I think they should have dropped more. I agree with that. Yeah, I guess it's just I, I don't know what what they. I, I have no idea what they're what they're doing. It, I mean, you can look at it as if you look at it as you know. Do you think Alabama's better or can, would beat Utah? Yes, Penn State. Yes. Florida, Wisconsin, Baylor, Oregon, Georgia, I mean, even Oklahoma. But I guess that's not, they don't exactly go by those criteria, I guess. But the one I'm looking at right now is Penn State's number 10. They have two losses. They didn't impress me this year. Why, why are they still ranked as high as they are? That's what I'm saying. That, that My argument is, one, I'm not trying to be this stereotypical Bama fan, but, but still, one, how did Alabama drop that far and then these other teams lose. I'm just trying to figure out what, how they're going by picking these teams one to twenty five. See, I think what I think personally, what I think happened is last week, or you know, after the Alabama Auburn game, Alabama dropped a ton, and I think it was because they were jockeying for positions. They wanted, they wanted, they had to put these pieces in place so the scenarios that they were coming up with, they could place those the top four teams in. Like, like for instance, Utah. They needed Oregon to be ranked higher so that Utah win would look good. They've Oklahoma, they kept Baylor up there because they they needed the winner of that game to be able to jump into the four spot if Utah lost. And they kept, I think they also kept these Big Ten schools up there. So if Ohio State, uh, so so they could put Ohio State in the in the one spot so because they didn't want lsu to be in the one spot and you know for instance georgia being in the fourth or alabama in the fourth so i think that that's what what was going on and now it looks really ridiculous but i mean i'm looking michigan is one spot below alabama three losses they they were horrible this year right and that's that's the citrus bowl is michigan versus alabama i feel like it's probably going to be a pretty good game now since you know two is out things like that but we'll see do y'all think that they got the top four teams correct yeah i think so you're rolling your eyes Matt like you're not real real I mean they they got it correct off of what happened do I think Oklahoma is actually the fourth best team I think it's a toss-up I mean you you saw Baylor was right there and with them in overtime and I think Baylor could have easily won that game and been there too and and Oregon I mean really if they wouldn't have lost Arizona State they could have been there too so I think there's a couple teams that could very be close for that four spot but Oklahoma I guess deserved it yeah Oklahoma deserved it even though they had some really close overtimes that they almost didn't pull out also so 
Yeah. I think Oregon's probably a better team. Yeah, that loss to Arizona State really, really hurt them. I think if they didn't lose that, they were ap- they absolutely would be in it. I think Oregon is a better team than Oklahoma. But yeah, like you said, all, all things fell into place for Oklahoma to be there. All right, wrap it up. That's it. I don't even know what episode this is. But <laughs> as always, thanks for uh, taking the time. Um, if you liked it, subscribe. Tell your friends. Give us five stars. Retweet our tweets on at T Option. Uh, let us know how. Uh, let us know if we can get any better. Let us know what you want to hear. All that jazz. We yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, hope you have a good night. Later. <laughs>